Welcome to A Case of the Mondays, the show where we preview, review, and get in our feelings about all things Bachelor-related. I'm your host, Mike Kyle, and today I am joined by my cousin, BC, Brendan Cohen. Brendan, how are you doing tonight after Wednesday's episode? I'm not doing too bad, man. I'm uh, just hating this weather a little bit, this nasty Cleveland weather. Nobody likes this ice, this ice rain snowstorm, but you know what? Sometimes we just got to deal with it. However, absolutely, absolutely terrible. However, I'm going to give you some positive news right now. Are you ready for this? I don't know. We are officially on Apple Podcasts. What? We are. Before Amazing. We... About time. What right. Was that, like two weeks? Two and a half weeks. An absolute what? nightmare. There have been times previously where I've been approved within three days or so, and this just took way too long, but it is official. I looked just before we got on, and I saw the news, and i got to be honest, I kind of jumped for joy a little bit. Hashtag blessed, man. It's about time. So we are officially on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify, as well as Anchor, if that is where you listen. We are also actively trying to, you know, push this out as many other places as possible so we can cover all of our bases. But Brendan... So tell your, tell your friends, tell your family... Just, just, just one person. That's all it takes. Listen. It's just a domino listen. effect. They will not regret it. They will not. I mean, I've had so much fun just recording this with you. We've had a lot of fun conversations so far, and we're going to keep the vibe going. Let's do it, man. So, before we get started, this is a totally random bachelor question, but this question was proposed to me tonight, and I just thought it was a very, very good question. And it won't take that long to answer, but I'm just curious. I'm listening. What would your drink of choice be if you were on that show? Because there's a lot of alcohol consumption. There is. So I'm just, you, you, you seem like a twisted tea kind of guy. <laughs> no, no disrespect intended. But I'm just curious. I, I was trying to think of this myself, and I just thought it was a really good question. Well, what's your? I, I think I know your answer, because it's what you drink every, well, every you know, night. So I, I would like to say beer, because I'm actually a beer guy. But I, if I drink beer... At all, I have a tendency to have to go to the bathroom quite frequently, so I would probably stick to like the little Jameson action. That, but that's what I thought your answer I, was going to be. I don't know if I have a good answer. Yeah, I knew you were going to say Jamo, uh, and you know me. I'm not. I'm not necessarily a big drinker. It's something that I'm more or less like really just getting into. So I'm still a novice. Uh, Completely I can, respect that com- too. There's absolutely com- nothing wrong with that at all. Confidently say that. Uh, so I would just stick to what I'm going with right now, and that's just the classic vodka lemonade. All right, you can't go wrong with that. It's, it's, I, it's very it simple. To... Very simple. It works well, and like just you know. Honestly, I was never a big vodka guy until we went on vacation this summer, and then my sister made us vodka lemonades. There's got to be a name for that. Yeah, I don't... ignorance, ignorant of me for not knowing it. Whatever. Anyway, my sister made them for us most of the vacation. And it was delicious, so can't go wrong there, no hate. Just a question that was proposed to me tonight. I thought it was pretty good. thought it would be a good thing to talk about really quickly before we jumped into things. It's a great quick question. What, great. Look at you, already working the segments into the show on your own. Yeah, sorry, I probably should have told you about that. No, it's totally cool, no worries. So, dude, let's just get, dude, this was it. This was the end of the five-hour week. Insane. Yeah, it was insane. It was not what I expected, not even in the least. My jaw is still not fully back up to my mouth. Just an absolutely crazy episode. One of the conversations I had, uh, must have been yesterday now that I think about it. I had this conversation with someone and I was like, I don't see the reason why we're getting a Wednesday episode because of the way Mondays left off. There was no cliffhanger. They wrapped everything up really nice and tight. And I'm like, there's no really true reason why we should get a Wednesday episode. I now see why we got a Wednesday episode. Yeah, and I mean, I don't even know where to begin. Let's... I will say that starting it off with McKenna, McKenna crying two minutes into it, I was just like, bomb, total bomb, enough is enough. I'm so over her. We can get into that later. No, we can get into but... Dude, let's get into it right now. My first note is McKenna's already a mess. A total mess, and I just don't understand it. And obviously, we only get certain glimpses of their relationship, but it just seems like there's not a big connection there. And all this drama and stuff is surrounded, surrounding her, 
And I don't know, it just doesn't really make sense to me. Uh, I'm not saying this because I like McKenna, and I'm well, as we talk about my, what happens with McKenna later in the episode, I'm going to elaborate on that a little bit more on why I don't like her, because I figured it out. Uh, or should I say I got tired of trying to figure it out. But I think the reason, like, I think the reason why she was a mess to begin with, like, I felt like it was kind of clear. Like, every other girl, and she talked about this a little bit too, like, every other girl has seemingly had an opportunity with him at some point. And she just never necessarily got that time. And as, you know, as this is progressing and as these other relationships are unfolding, you know, that time matters. And so she's trying to play catch up and she hasn't had the opportunity to even enter the game yet. Yeah, I mean, that's a great point. I see your point there. Can understand her frustrations when you say it like that, but still, she just wasn't no, I get it. a big player <laughs> totally get in it. my book. Kind of over it, but totally see where you're going with that, 100%. All right, so let's just dive right into this, man. We start off the episode, uh, other than the fact that McKenna's already a mess, uh, <laughs> Hannah Ann gets the first one-on-one in the episode. So let's just kind of break that down a little bit. Uh, it was pretty much just her exploring the city that they went to the country, Chile, uh, with, you know, the whole gang. And so I think her getting that one-on-one was obviously super significant. She did kind of take a back seat over the course of the past few episodes, like a lot of the main players have been doing. And so this kind of was her real coming out party. And it kind of got off the rails a little bit quickly. For sure. And I think that was kind of a common theme with the one-on-one dates this episode, but just wasn't what I ex- was a what I expected. Him and Hannah Ann have always had a very good relationship. It seems like they genuinely care about each other. And he kind of just got into the nitty-gritty questions right away. I mean, he's definitely not playing around. Mm-hmm. He's definitely trying to get to the point. And I thought he brought up some very valid questions. Is she too young? Is she ready? Is she even genuine? Yeah, for sure. I One of my notes, too, is like, dude, he's just at, uh, as you alluded to, this was like the theme of both one-on-ones. Like, dude, he just went for kill shots. You yeah, know? I mean, he's just, he's fed up with the games. I totally get it. And good for him, because, you know, we were starting to question last week, like, he's just getting walked all over, and there was some more of that this week, too, which we're going to touch on later. But yeah, I mean, he asked all the right questions to Anna Ann, and they were all kind of valid. And Hannah Ann had the quote, quote, I felt love, but I've never been in love. And at that point, you could see that he was starting to unravel. He was like, oh my god, what am I doing here? And I think it's unfair for him to, you know, worry about her because she's never been in love. I don't think that's a fair way to look at a relationship. Yes, I I agree. I agree. You just can't judge somebody based on the fact that they've never been in love with anybody. I mean, there's plenty of people who only fall in love with person one person their entire lives. Right, yeah, so it's such a stupid stipulation. I, I just stipulation. thought it was unfair to, like, kind of put her on a pedestal for that reason. I mean, not being in a serious relationship or not ever really dating that seriously is different, mm-hmm. but the whole love thing, I don't know, it just kind of, not rubbed me the wrong way, but... I was kind of confused as to why he was holding that against her. I see what you're saying. But then, like, what he for... How do I phrase this? So then, you know, he walks away. He steps out because he's like, I'm, you know, I'm I'm kind of freaking out. So he steps away and he's outside for, we'll we'll just assume a decent amount of time. We'll say five minutes, right? Fair, fair, Fair amount of time, you think? Yeah. We'll say five minutes. So then she comes out to him and she starts crying. And then I almost felt like she was kind of playing the victim almost of being, you know, asked like those intense questions. But once again, you know, it's like, it's what you're signing up for. But then just out of nowhere, she just drops the L word. And to me, that just, that felt like a last ditch effort to try and save her ass. Could not agree more. She said exactly what she needed to say at the exact right moment. And I just was not buying it. And that, right, exactly, that's how I was. It was almost one of those things where it's like she realized once she got up and as that clock is, you know, ticking in her head of how long he's been gone, like, oh shit, like, this isn't good. I need to, I need to swing for the fences here. And so for her to go zero to a hundred like that really rubbed me the wrong way. No, I agree. I, 
thought it was fake. I even have a note here that says fake crying question mark. Possible. I don't know. I don't know if we should go that far, but no, I get that. Though. I, I get the point though. You know, that's exactly it. It just felt, you know, cause it, when she was trying to answer his question, she was like, she was super calm and, you know, honest. And there was a little sense of, Oh, like, are you too, are you too young? Like things like that. But you know, like, those are just things that we're all thinking anyway. Um, yeah, for sure. And I, Again, I totally understand where he's coming from. No, she I do. She's young, not a lot of life experience. Yeah. I just did not expect the one-on-one to go that way. Yeah, and it, but it just, I don't know. Like, she handled the situation well to start, but then just going for that Hail Mary, just, I get why she did it, and I feel I feel like she was almost forced into that, which sure. I didn't, yes, yeah, which I didn't necessarily like, because... As you just, you know, as you're just saying, like, we're just, you're trying to save yourself. And I get trying to save yourself if you really think something's there. But I guess the way that it just unfolded was really uncomfortable. And not natural. It's like. Right. Super force. That, that, that's she it. Nailed it. Super force. And she said it. You, and yeah. it worked. Yep. It sure did. She, and that's what I was just going to end up with. That's what I was going to end with here. She ultimately got the rose, which, you know, typically expected. But there was there were a few minutes there where we're just like, hey, is she actually going to go home? Yeah, I definitely thought that in my head. And she said what she needed to say. He believed it. She got the rose. All right, I got a question for you. Sure. Do you think Peter's super gullible? Because I'm, 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 I'm kind of starting to feel that way, man. Like, he just believes everything. Yeah, and I don't know if it's necessarily he, I, him or I got just the fact that he's the Bachelor. I, I totally see what you're saying. I, it's just so hard to be, believe any of them at this point. So like, he, here's what I'm going to say, all right? He believes all of them, but he doesn't believe in himself, and that's, that's the problem. That's some, deep, that's some deep shit, man. That's what we're here for. That's what we're here for. Like, but I think... I think we should bring that question back up in future episodes for all our listeners, hoping to bring some females on the show within the next few episodes. Yes, we are. Perspective on Peter. We know we're dudes. We're a little biased. We know that you know we like him. (laughs) So hopefully... Sometime soon, get some female perspective on here. Hopefully but next yeah, week, great, correct? Great question. Yeah, I think what we'll have another preview show this weekend, yep. and then one of my good friends, longtime Bachelor fan, is going to join us uh, for our episode next week. I'm very, I'm looking forward to it, man. Like you said, we I, need we need some new perspectives here. And I can I don't want to spoil it, but she is definitely not a fan of Peter. That, so that's we good. Can we like that. that. Awesome. Perfect. So, now that we got the first one I want out of the way, let's uh, let's shift gears now to this group date, which I thought was the most cringeworthy group date, maybe in the history of the show. Yeah, I mean, I don't even know where to begin, to be honest with you. Uh, let's just explain what the date was, I guess, just for recap, even though if you're listening to this, you know what we're talking about. Ugh. Basically, it was a series, it was a running soap opera where every where all the girls were assigned different roles and Peter was obviously the lead in that soap opera. But it was just awkward. Like I, I have a note that says this is brutal. Yeah, my, my note says it's so cringe in all caps. Like I, great idea. I think it could have worked better. Maybe they wanted it to be this brutal and cringeworthy, but oh man, it was Brutal. It was tough to watch, Wait, for sure. But the best quote, and I honestly, I think it was Sydney who said it. She said, "Quote unquote, I watched a little Grey's Anatomy here and there." That is correct. And I am dead. What? <laughs> like just dropping like just because you watch some TV makes you like ready to roll and ready to act. I watched Grey's Anatomy too back in the day. <laughs> Don't think I could perform on stage. That's, just saying. That's what I was going that's what I was going to add. This would have worked well if you're working with a group of, you know, actresses or actors or like people that understand how that works, how that world works. 
but you're throwing a just a mix of people with no background and it like that's the result that you're gonna get just super uncomfortable super cringeworthy brutal as you said and you just eh. it was tough it was tough to watch it was and then you got like McKenna just kind of in every scene as the maid, just like floating around. It's like, what was she doing back there? Uh... Right. So let's, I have my notes here, but just trying to process how I wrote the notes compared to what actually happened. There was so much going on. So yeah. my notes are kind of the same way. Like a bunch of different scenes really quickly. Okay. Cool. Go for know, it. There was a whole grandma's kind of hitting on them thing. I get it. A little weird, all around. Uh, Kelly had a few good jokes in there, though, during her she, confessionals. She did, and, and so. playing as grandma, it was hard to right. make it romantic, but I think she did a good job yes, of I agree. doing as best as For someone sure. could to make the most out of her role. For sure. Uh, my note says... I got, I just want to, dude. If you, I want you. If you have any notes on specific scenes, go ahead and shoot those out now. I don't really have any notes on specific, uh, specific scenes. If not, I just said it felt like the whole McKenna situation at the end when he like seeks her out and starts yeah. kissing her after her being the maid in the background the whole time was just I don't know a little too much to me. But, again, I don't have any specific scenes. Just thought yeah. the whole group date was a little brutal. Don't yeah. think it was a bad idea. Maybe they intended it to be brutal and uncomfortable, whatever. But an interesting group date, definitely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, my note says, for McKenna, at least, in that on that scene, uh, wow, okay, McKenna. Like, that was her coming out moment, in a sense. But there was more of those later. But like this epi- for this episode to almost revolve around McKenna and for it to ultimately end the way that it did, just weird editing, I think. And yeah, it, and, absolutely. And maybe there was nothing else going on that they could have focused on, which could easily be the case. But yeah, like you kind of just saw the graph and the chart of McKenna slowly increasing and then it just dropped off at the end. Which yeah, made absolutely. it just really confusing. I think I don't know why they hyped it up so much exactly. only for her to ultimately leave the show, but we can get Correct. into that a little more in a little bit for sure. I want to talk about Kelsey on this group date because to me it looked like at least in this current moment of time, after everything that's gone on in the previous weeks and we've talked about how we are super wishy-washy on Kelsey, dude, this girl literally might run the table. She literally just, like, she, to me, to me right now, she's my number two. Yeah, I mean, she, she is making some moves. I'm not gonna lie. She's making um, some. She's making some moves, and she's also just becoming like super comfortable within the situation as a whole. And sure, that's something. She seems like she's kind of handling it better. Yes. Collecting herself better. Yeah. Just approaching the entire situation a lot better. For sure. Definitely. And even on that group date, you saw Kelsey defending McKenna. And to me, the comparison I made was it was almost like a mama bear protecting her cub. Yeah, and that's something we haven't seen from her exactly. so far. Just, She's been pretty, I don't want to say reserved, but just quiet, you know, emotional, crying a lot. So yeah, she was maybe su- she's starting to come into her own. Yeah, just super in check. And it was, it was, to me, it was just really great overall personal and character development out of her. So that yeah, had me really sure. excited. And, I guess go ahead. the part of the group date that I want to focus on when we can get back we're doing you have more to say go for it let's go okay now I think I've made my not feelings but I think you everyone knows that I think Victoria P was a big player she was the first person I picked I thought she was gonna go very far so like the whole Victoria P situation blew me away she said, I don't know if I can see you as my wife. Sure did. Wow, wow, wow. I was not expecting that. That is brutal. I don't. That is brutal. And that's like nobody expected that, right? My, my note says in all caps, this is unbelievable. I'm literally sitting here shaking my head because I still can't believe that it happened. Like, I don't know. And then she said, this is not love. Yeah, that Light that drop. was dumb. Stormed out. She said, "Get me a cab," and she was gone. Well, one of the notes that I have 
and this is what we're going to talk about later as well. I just lo I love how these things all kind of like stack on top of each other. And so it is ultimately going to end with us kind of circling around multiple times, but it'll make everything make sense in the end. Both Victorias have this tendency to just get up and leave when shit gets hard. And obviously it's a different situation because Victoria P was forced out because he let her go. But we've seen it time and time again with both of them where there's like a super difficult conversation or there's frustration and their first instinct is to leave. So if you remember, yeah, for sure. so if you remember two weeks ago with the whole Alea and Victoria P situation, Victoria P storms out of the house, Peter follows her and he's like, sit down. And she goes, no. And then like, we'll say 15 seconds later, she ends up sitting down. And it's just like this whole process. And it's just like this, this ping pong game of trying to just get them to settle down. And I just feel like that we've seen their frustration boil over multiple, multiple times. And each time it's handled the exact same way with them storming out. And then they have to almost kind of break down a little bit. Yeah, absolutely. And maybe that's a good segue into the Victoria F. One-on-one? Not yet. Know. Not yet. Do you have anything else to add? Yes. Not yet? Yeah, I just, want, I just want, to, I want to give my thoughts on the Victoria P situation right now. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Oh, my bad. I didn't even think about that. Excuse me. Yeah, thank you. I, I appreciate this. Hey, this is my podcast. No, I'm sorry. Kidding. I'm a little. I'm a little numb from the from the heavy losses that I took tonight. Yeah, we're gonna. I am so glad that you brought that up because I have to go so through right now. Heavy losses. I, I, I'm updating the. Uh, I'm updating the uh, scoring right now. Not going to recover. Yeah, for sure. So my thoughts on the Victoria Peace situation. It's honestly, it's pretty cut and dry. Uh, as they, as during their conversation, they said it. Uh, you know, things started out really great. Victoria P. Uh, really, the first date in like the Aero Center. You know, she took that like a champ, and that's really when you started to see things uh, start to come through between the two of them. And it just sure. kind of kept going, and it looked really, really good and promising. But well, yeah, and they had the hiccup. She had the hiccup with Alea. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. Let me talk. No, I'm kidding. But yeah, no, go for it. No, that's what I was going to say. And that hiccup, which probably was recoverable, the reason that it wasn't ultimately recoverable is because Victoria P was caught in the lie. You know, that's true. Victoria P, as much as people want to, uh, you know, hate on Alea, cool, I get it. I, I've, I've, I've said that oftentimes. Like, I understand the hate for Alea. I don't, but I understand it. But then the issue is people didn't want to give Victoria P the accountability uh, for lying about that situation. And I, I know can't... I didn't. Right. And for and for lying in a situation like that where Peter said time and time again that he wants this to be as serious as possible. He put she put somebody else. She basically put two people's love lives in jeopardy to kind of save her own ass. For and sure. And do and... you think that. So you think that her lying about the Alea yes, situation no, was it, the nail in the coffin? Yes. You don't think there was anything else that went in behind the scenes? I think that I think it was the nail in the coffin. Whole... They couldn't recover from it because I feel like it was such a big thing because he cared about Alea so much. For sure, and it was such a big thing because he had so much trust and belief in Victoria. And correct, exactly, it compounded. Really used her as a crutch early on to clarify the whole Alea situation. Correct, and that's only a, to be lied to. And that's exactly where this all fell apart. You nailed it. Like that. Those are my thoughts. Everything you just said ties into what I was gonna add on. So, like, well, great. I don't think I didn't expect her to go home like this. I'll be very honest. But the fact that it happened doesn't necessarily surprise me. Yeah, when you say it like that, now I'm not surprised that she left. Maybe I was just a little biased because I thought she was gonna make it so far. It's but okay, I'm man. Still very surprised. But, Still can't believe it totally happened, but but that's the thing, right? Bias and rooting for these and rooting for these people that we don't know. We only see a part of them on TV. Like we develop these favorites over just people that we honestly that we've never heard of. You know, it's it's part of it, and that's what makes this show so fun. But you also kind of have to have like that quick moment where you take a step back and you're like, wait, that doesn't make sense. So proud of, proud of you for coming around on that one. Yeah, for sure. So ultimately, the group date or the group date rose went to Madison. Who, hey, welcome back to the season. Appreciate seeing you again. Uh, it's been too long. It has been way too long. And then we transition really briefly just into Tammy just going after McKenna. I'm over it. I'm over it. Also over it. Tammy's a bitch. Don't have any problem saying that. I hate using that word, but dude, dude she's just she's just mean. 
Yeah, I just think everything she did was just unnecessary. No, I I completely agree. I don't want at first. I didn't want to necessarily believe everything they were saying, but after she just kept going and going and going, I think it's just kind of evident that she really is a bully. Right, and that's the thing. Right, in every in nearly every single piece of drama this season that we've had so far, Tammy's been involved in some aspect. It was Tammy versus Kelsey, then it was Tammy versus the other girls, and then it was Tammy versus uh, McKenna. And McKenna honestly like never did anything wrong. And we'll talk about this. Uh, we can just do this right now in a sec. Uh, yeah, we can do it now. Uh, there is a quote that Tammy had during the episode, and it says, "I'm sick of the McKenna show taking away from my time, taking away my time from Peter." And my thought was, Tammy, what are you talking about? You're the one that started it. No one had any issue with McKenna before. So yeah, like, so like, so what? Are, like, what? Like, what are we talking about? Like, you're the one that's starting all of this. I agree, and it's also super confusing because, like, I don't see what's there. I don't remember her and Peter ever kissing, hugging. There's just not nothing that comes to mind that would lead me to be like, "Oh, Tammy deserves to be here." No, I complete. I completely agree with that. Yeah, like there's, it's every everything with them has been based on potential and nothing actually based in reality. Yeah, I mean, I just, I still don't know what, how she made it so far. Correct. So I guess we can, uh, my last point on this whole Tammy McKenna thing before we get to ultimately how it, how it ends is when Peter started consoling McKenna the first time before, before their two on one, dude, he's so good at that shit. Every time, every time that I think that, you know, Peter's getting circles ran around him, which he still is, by the way. He does something like that, and it's just like, man, this dude's just a really good dude, but he just has no idea what he's doing overall. Yeah, I think that maybe he doesn't have the personality to be The Bachelor. Almost, yes. It almost seems like sometimes that he's so worried about how the women are feeling that he forgets this is about him. Yes. And I get that he's trying to be sensitive, and I respect that about him, but... I think he has a tendency to make it too much about their feelings and not enough about his feelings. Which is why I'm really happy on the two-on-one date card. He wrote something along the lines of, let's settle this. And yeah. like he even said like during that, he's like, I don't want to deal with this anymore. So yeah. I was proud of him for that, for putting his foot down. And ultimately, Tammy goes home. McKenna stays. We can get into more of what happened. Later. So, final one-on-one date of the evening. Victoria F. got a do-over in a sense. And I I just can't, I can't with her anymore. I have a note here. It's, it do just it. says, why do I think she is so annoying? Yes. Like, why can't I get on that Victoria train? So, my... Like, after this episode, I think that she's, like, in the lead. I think that she is the number yes, one. She is. She is. I can I can confidently say that and I hate that I have to confidently say that. I know, me too. I just don't know why I think she is so annoying. My friend group and I, we have a collection of memes where it's basically if anybody sends like a text that we think is funny, we'll screenshot it and then we'll use it later on in a different situation. So, sure. so one of the texts that we've screenshot is my friend just says, oh, brother. And that's just it. Like, that is just the picture. And I tweeted earlier tonight, I said, whenever Victoria F. comes on my screen, and I pick, and I tweeted that picture of that caption saying, oh, brother. Cause I, dude, I just can't do it. I just can't. And this is my third week saying this in a row. Dude, I can't fucking do it. I don't know. I... And I just like sitting here scratching my head because I, I just, I don't know why. Like, I don't have a good reason. I just think she's, she, I, she's just the definition of you don't get the show that you're on. Absolutely. I, she's clearly still struggling with the fact that he's dating all these other people. I, I just, I don't get it. <laughs> so she starts unraveling during this one-on-one date. And once again, props to Peter for just going right for the throat at the beginning and asking all the right questions, because now we're starting to see him actually finally, you know, take control of the season, which is something that we're both 
wanting him to do for quite some time. And, dude, she, she, she had zero answers for anything. Yeah, and he says to her face, you are amazing. Right, for really sure. He says you are amazing, but all she's doing is bawling her eyes out. Like, stop and listen. This guy is trying to tell you how he feels. And, the... and you're... Go ahead. I don't know. You're, like, not listening. Yeah, the reason why that she's in the lead right now is because this dude is in love with her. There's no two ways to cut it. He's been so careful, so diligent, so patient with her. And I don't think he would be this patient with some other people. You know, she she basically said tonight, she's like, I'm having serious doubts about this. And all he was trying to do was, like, to talk her out of it. Talk now, her Peter out of those doubts. mad at one point. Peter this, Yes, this, this dude is the definition of being in a box. This girl has beachfront property in, in his head. And she even said something along the lines like, this is the most I tried with anybody. And she's who says that? But even also that it's like her trying. Like, that's the thing. She was just like he's asking these questions. You know, he's trying to just up break down the walls, as he was saying. And she was giving him little to nothing. And her response was just, "I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying." Like, no, you aren't trying. No, you, tr- no. If you were actually into this dude, you would be. You'd slowly becoming more open and real and honest with them. And you aren't giving this man shit. You even sounded like her a little bit there. That was a pretty good Victoria impression, I'm not going to lie. Uh, thanks, question mark? Little, little, little mousy. I don't know how to describe it, but it sounded pretty spot on for about half a second there. I try. All right, I'll, t- I'll take it. But yeah, yeah. yeah, dude, like that's... I hate that she's in the lead, but we have to acknowledge the fact of the situation is that she is... It's not that she's running away with it by any means because there are a ton of contenders that we still have left, but it's clear that this dude is just so head over heels for her. For sure. And if I had to say with absolute certainty who I think wins it right now, I absolutely say Victoria. She, I think she's in the lead, and but I'll say she's top two cause, just because I think there's somebody else who I think is definitely making a strong case right now. And um, I probably know who that is. I'm not going to make any assumptions. We don't have to get into that. But uh, cool. Victoria, yeah, in the lead. Yes, we, we can conf- we can co- we can confidently say that one. So now we transition and we move into the two on one. We talked about it a little bit already. Don't want to spend too much time with it just because it ultimately didn't mean anything in the end. Usually, the way that two on ones work are whoever wins that date gets a rose. And we didn't have that. For sure. And I even have a, to just piggyback off what you were saying, I have a note here that says, Tammy versus McKenna is just a waste of my time. I'd send them both home. And like, that's, bye. <laughs> that's what it ultimately turned into, man. It was just a waste of time. It was a waste to kill 20 minutes. And even more of a waste of time because he still ultimately sends McKenna home in the end anyway. So. Correct. What was that all about? Yes, it was, it was ultimately useless. So actually, but, but I don't want to just gloss over this because it was an event that obviously happened in the show. But so I have a question for you, okay? Sure. And this happens in every single uh, situation between two arguing parties. And you are in the, you know, you're in uh, the court system, shall we say. So you kind of see this as well. Uh, so I understand that someone has to go first and, you know, tell their side of the story. And we've seen the same way, we see we saw the same thing with the Leia situation. How do you feel about putting the defendant second and forcing them to counter every single accusation instead of giving their side of the story first? Because, because ultimately what it turned into, it turned into 17 against 1 for Leia, and then it turned into... Uh, in this situation, it turned into McKenna trying to counter everything and every allegation and every accusation that Tammy had. And to me, I get why you have to do that in a way, but in the same notion, like, you're just stacking the cards up against one side. And that makes it really hard to overcome, especially in a situation like that. Yeah, I mean, it's a great question. I know know that was a lot, and I hopefully I explained that well enough. 
But it's a great question. The, I don't. I don't think I have a great answer. Right. Yeah. So the so the other side of this coin is why I was so happy what Kelsey did, what she did on Monday, how she got out in front of the situation first by going to his house and having that conversation beforehand. You know that gives Kelsey the advantage because she was able to have that conversation first and just get ahead of the storm. Whereas this is the opposite. This is you're playing behind the eight ball now, and you have to come back, and that just makes it so impossible in an environment like this. Yeah, I'm I just, just blew, trying to. I know I just, just blew, blew your mind, didn't I? A little bit. I'm just trying to like see if I can develop a good answer, and I don't think I can. I might have to come back with you on that, but yeah, it was just something. It was just something I was thinking about. Just I don't. I don't just, know. Like I understand someone has to go first, and I understand the argument for putting the accusations before somebody gets to defend themselves. For sure. But it, how do you right. talk to both of them? Like. You talk to both of them. They're both telling you completely different things. Correct. How do you decide who's telling the truth? Yes. And this is just, I guess, the way that maybe I'm naive in thinking this way, but I would want to hear the person who the accusations are against first. Accusations are so against McKenna. I, I want to hear I want to hear McKenna first. Okay. Just and be- he went to Tammy first. Correct. Just Interesting. Be, just because think of all the shit that Tammy said to him. And that influenced his thoughts so heavily, ultimately. Right. And so and I, she, I just don't know if that, I don't, I just, I hate, I get life isn't fair, but that to me just feels very unfair. Well, and like, Tammy's accusations against McKenna were some pretty serious ones. She's not here for the right reason. Correct, exactly. She's all about the brand. Right, and how do you... Kenna didn't really have a lot against Tammy besides the fact that, oh, Tammy's just mean. Tammy's being a boy. But that's the thing. she was. Right, but but it it wasn't about what Tammy... To her, it wasn't about Tammy. It was about her defending her character. For sure. You know, and so just to have Tammy rip into her like that, then swaying Peter's thoughts, and like, how are you supposed to come back from somebody judging your character, I guess? That's hard to do. Well, and the great evidence of that is Alea. Correct. How did how was she ever going to come back from all of these girls ganging up on her? And that's ultimately and that's ultimately why she got sent home again. You know, she yeah. did, she battled back. She literally clawed her way back, which I, which we all let's call it what it was. Let's call a spade a spade. It was miraculous. We didn't think I was rooting for it. Didn't think it would actually happen. But ultimately, it was just too much. And it, as we've been saying, it's 17 versus 1, man. You can't win that. You can't. There's no way you're going to overcome something like that. Right. And so that that was just my main – that was my main question of the night. You know, like I said, I get that somebody has to go first, but that's just not the way that I would have handled it, just based off of my personal preference. No, absolutely. That makes perfect sense. Tammy was throwing out all these accusations about McKenna not being there for the right reasons. I would have gone right to McKenna and said, tell me your side of the story. I want to hear your side of the story. Yeah, but then I guess even what I'm even trying to get at to go a little bit further, like what is she supposed to say to that? What is who supposed to what say? Is McK- all right, so Peter comes back to McKenna. Hey, Tammy said you're here for your brand. You're here for, you're not here for the right reasons, X, Y, Z, okay? Okay. What is McKenna supposed to say? Obviously she's supposed obviously obviously she's supposed to say I'm here for you I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for you blah 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 I see I see this going somewhere, but like that is so like there yes that's the counter we get that but there is nothing else that she can pull out of a bag to even try and save that you know what I'm saying like she can't go like she can't go deeper like there's just no way to counter it yeah there is no way to counter it and it sucks. I- I just, I was never on the McKenna train no, from no, day that's one. No, no, thing. I, th- to me, this isn't even a McKenna thing. This is just an overall thing. Yeah. So that was... It's deep. Yeah, yeah no, I, I guess that's just the theme of this episode. Just trying to get deep, some thought-provoking questions and things like that. So I'm glad that we're, I'm glad that we're at least doing that part, right? Sometimes. Yeah, right, for sure. So ultimately, this two-on-one ended with, let's just call it what it is. He sent... 
uh, Tammy home first, and then he sent home McKenna later on in the episode. So, sh hey, shout shouts for him to, first off, getting it right, sending Tammy home. I think that's just, like, the main thing. Like, we were all just sick and tired of her. She was mean. She was a bully. And she was. Just can't, you just, he, he made the right decision there. So, and then. I couldn't agree, couldn't agree with you more. All right, now let's move on to what was chaos, right? Shock, shocking to say the least. So, I can't believe that we got a third rose ceremony this week. On I thought well, we I thought we were going to get Chris Harrison. He was going to leave us on a cliffhanger. We weren't going to get it. Just classic bachelor. Just classic bachelor, right? We always have those weeks where it happens like that. And goddamn, man, we actually got another one. And I'm sitting there during this rose ceremony thinking to myself, who is going to go home? I, I, I was like, she's going to go home. But, she's going to go home. Well, that's the or thing. She, she's going to go home. I the, had no idea. Zero. There were two roses given out? No, there were three roses. Three. Yes. Three. There were three roses given out uh, th through the dates, through the days, you know, through the dates, the two on the two one on ones on the group date. Uh, and then they, you know, you know, Peter walks into the room, you know, everyone's standing there, you know, the t typical rose ceremony stuff. And then they flash to the table and then there are only three roses on the table. And that's when I'm like, oh, my God, shit just got real. People are about to drop for sure. And boy, did they. Um, so let's just say who, uh, who's in and who's out. So moving on, Hannah Ann, who had the one-on-one -on -one rose, Victoria F, who had the one-on-one -on -one rose, Madison got the group date rose, and then the three roses from the ceremony went to Kelsey, Natasha, and Kelly. Do my jaw hit the floor. My jaw hit the floor too and honestly it might still be touching the floor so on that same note on the other side who left tammy's gone victoria p's gone from earlier and then he ended up sending mckenna and sydney home i and i feel like so much of the last episode and even a lot of our podcast was about sydney, sydney. yep Mm -hmm. And how we thought that her one-on-one -on -one put her at the top, separated her from the pack, whatever. I can't believe I can't believe that she went home. I am very. I was. I was stunned. I was stunned. Right, because as you said, you know, we t we talked about this on Monday or on Tuesday show rather. Uh, dude, she she pulled away. Like it's not even the fact that you know that she catapulted herself to the top. But it definitely felt like that she went into, like, top four territory. She was easily up there. And for whatever reason, he's just said, he's just like, nope. She gone. There were two that I want to talk about in particular. Uh, we knew Kelsey was going to get a rose. I don't think anybody shocked there. The two that I'm, that I'm surprised about, and I guess it really was a battle of three, given the fact that Victoria P. left. So the battle of three, I guess, there were two spots. One had to go home, Natasha, Kelly, and Sydney. First off, shouts to you. We've been saying for a few weeks that Natasha would be a dark horse potentially. And yeah, yeah absolutely. I can't believe she's in the top six. And I think it was even in the group date again, he pulled her aside first. Yes, it's, it's been multiple times. And that's the interesting thing. They don't give us a lot of like the conversations from those group dates. You know, because that is, that, that, the whole show is basically speed dating, but group dates in particular are hyper intense speed dating. And so we don't really see a whole lot of the conversations from there, but dude, those conversations must be insane for her to have very little screen time and for her to end up in the top six. Yeah, for sure. And even just not having a lot of what it seems like physical chemistry with him. Yeah, it's not, you know? correct, yes. It's not physical, very little screen time. She hasn't had, like, a one-on-one -on -one or, like, a real, like, moment for her in the season. Uh, and, yeah, I'll, I'll say this, though. The one thing that we do, that we have seen from her time and time again this season is that she's just really good at keeping this dude in check. Yeah, and keeping it real. Yeah, for sure. And that's just something that we all have to respect, uh, absolutely. I want absolutely, I can, I absolutely personally appreciate it when somebody keeps it 100% real for me, 
even right. if it's not necessarily a thing that I want to hear. So absolutely. And maybe he sees that in Natasha. For sure. And I think that's really what's guiding her right now. You know, that personality, that being able uh, to kind of get like that smack in the back of the hat. Like, dude, like sometimes we all need that. And if he likes that, like, so be it. Like, that's fucking dope. Uh, I want to I want to talk about Kelly a little bit here. So last week we or not. La- I keep saying last week. I hate that. This Wednesday episode threw me off. Threw know, me off. Even just sitting there watching it on Wednesday. Felt I, weird. Like, almost felt like I'm like. Crap, I have four more days of work this week. No, you don't. Good for you. You only got two. Thank goodness. Yeah, so going back to Kelly, uh, we I said that Kelly would be my MVP of the last episode, and boy, was she not. Uh, maybe the opposite of that. She did not look good. Things were awkward. There were super hard and difficult conversations, and yet she somehow came up on top, but she didn't have a good showing. And so, you know, she promised him that she's going to try harder to make that attempt, break down the walls, and really see what their connection actually is. But I was still surprised that she got the rose this week. You know, it, yeah. just, just because of how dire of a situation it looked the other night. And so the fact that she got a rose over Sydney was kind of wild to me. Yeah, and I think it just goes back to the fact that she is a safety net for him. They met before the show, obviously hit it off, chemistry, whatever you want to call it. And I think he just keeps going back to the fact like that he thinks he met her for a specific reason, that it was fate. I was just gonna bring this up to you and I'll I'll ask I'll ask this for you. We're gonna go we're gonna go I think this is our third deep question of the show. Oh my gosh. Do you believe in fate and shit like that? How are you on this? I know that's a tough question to throw you on the spot, so I can kind of give you my thoughts if you want me to. I can buy you some time. Well, I will say, I will say that I think that everything happens for a reason. Okay. I think that we're put in certain situations for certain reasons. I think that there are little things in life that make you who you are. I don't know about the whole faith thing. I think that I don't. I don't know. It's a great question. So I'm on the side where I don't believe that everything happens for a reason, uh, and that, the main reason for that is to me that just feels like a crutch. And if you believe that, you know, I'm not going to tell you what I'm not going to tell you what to think. I'm not going to tell you how to think. But for me, just personally, that just feels like a crutch. It feels like a cop out if things don't go your way. Like it's almost just a way to make you feel better about a search about a situation should things hit the fan or, you know, split, split or end badly. Uh, but however, I am a fan of like signs and reading into things. That's just something I've always necessarily been into. And so if he is keeping her around because he thinks that that was a sign, I get it. But I wouldn't use her as a safety net the way that he is. Absolutely. I mean, it's like you said, there was a lot of awkwardness weirdness their date didn't seem it didn't flow didn't flow at all almost thought she was gonna go home right then and there we both did but i think i think again i just think that he's using her as a safety net and would be comfortable i don't want to say happy but comfortable if she's the last person standing in the end i think that's a great way to end that just comfortable not happy yeah and that's that goes into a whole different discussion, and to me, that that's where this show could have downfalls. Uh, just almost speaking in general terms, uh, like what, like what, because the pressure and the intensity of trying to you know get engaged and, and to get married after the show is so high, you have to have you don't have to have, should I say? But I can see the reason for him having a safety net like that where it is just kind of like, oh, I'm not the Bachelor that didn't find anybody on this show. I might not be happy, but at least I wasn't that. For sure. Interesting. I got one more question for you, and then we can probably wrap it up after this. Uh, McKenna said, uh, or Peter told McKenna when he sent her home, you deserve someone great. And she responded with, like, I don't want to hear that from you I want because I want to be with you. So my question but, for you. But hold on. But before you, before I answer that, yeah. I'll have to, I have to have you repeat that. Didn't she say 
something about like I wanted to love him, but yes. I love myself the most, or something ridiculous like that. Uh, she said she went on some soliloquy about how she found herself and she was more confident uh. and shit like that. Yeah, that 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 rubbed me the wrong way. Wow. Yeah. So my question though, ultimately, is is there anything worse than being told, "quote You deserve someone great" from the person that you're into? Oh yeah, that's brutal. Um, that's. That's just brutal. I don't know how you recover. Yeah, that's uh, that's tough. It's not fun. I've been there. I've been there. Yeah, it's it's not a fun thing it, to hear. It's just hard. It almost makes it more. It's so it's so crushing. That's what it is. It is so crushing. So for her to, uh, I guess, take that like a champ, and even though we both didn't like her soliloquy, for her, I guess, to come out stronger on the other side? Question mark. I hey, cool. Props to you, girl. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man. Mama, we made it. Yeah, whoo. I'm, I'm shaking now after that. That, uh, whoo! I need, I need a sip of water. Oh, I'm in my feelings now. Hey, we, that's why we call this the case of the Mondays. A case of the Mondays. Do you know why? You, you want to tell them the story why we call this the case of the Mondays, or should I? I, don't I think, think you should. I don't I think, think you're, the, you're the brains behind the operation. I don't think we've ever actually said this, uh, in an episode, so we can tell this now. This is... That exact moment that just happened is why we call it the case of the Mondays. Because this show does such a good job of making you feel something, eliciting emotion from you, and then you just start getting into this cycle, this rabbit hole, where you compare every single past or current situation that you're in to stuff that's happened on this show, and you just start getting into this sick this cycle of thinking either positively or negatively. Probably negatively because nobody necessarily likes being in their feelings. And so that those feelings, having those and going through the motions like that every single Monday is why we call it a case of the Mondays. Brendan, you got anything else to add, man? I think that's it, man. I don't... Yeah, I'm good, I think. Just a wild episode all the way around. We, we're, we're back Monday on a normal schedule, hopefully. Uh, I am happy that we didn't do a preview for this episode. Just because I I wasn't feeling it really, so I'm glad that we think, did it. I think it would have been a, I think it would have been a lot this week, but watch some we can watch some previews this weekend and drop uh, another preview show before the episode on Monday is what I'm thinking. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Remember the schedule is Sunday and Tuesday unless we get another wild two two night like this, uh, which I I don't hate. I would love for this show to be daily. You know, an hour a day, that would be fantastic. But I would not be getting a lot of sleep, that's for sure. No, not at all. But we like the drama around here. So, Brent, if we got nothing else to add, let's just get out of here, man. All right, it's been great. So, thank you all so much for listening. Be sure to subscribe and share with your friends. Remember, it only takes one. This is a domino effect. We're really trying to get the ball rolling on this thing. And remember, you aren't in your feelings. You just have a case of the Mondays. Peace.